Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. And welcome to Aging Options on this 11th of September 2021. We've got a lot to talk about on this show, and we thank you so much for joining us. In fact, Rajiv, uh, what what can our great listeners expect from what should be a packed and eventful show? You know, we, we teased the first story that we know in 2033, the Social Security Trust Fund will run out of money, even though it's got trillions of dollars there. It'll run out of money. But what what's that going to mean for your retirement if you're already retired? Or if you're thinking about retiring, how should you be planning around a Social Security future without any money in the trust fund? We'll talk about that story. There's another story that is related to the Social Security Trust Fund, which is, well, when it does run out, does this give you the green light? Or should you be running to Social Security and filing for benefits early? I mean, that's a big temptation. If it's going to run out, I may as well get my money while I can. Yeah. Is that a good idea? And <laughs> yes. we, we'll talk about that story. And then yes. there are a couple and other also, stories there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say also, uh, there's one, a really interesting one that caught my eye. Uh, exercise without spending an arm and a leg on equipment. And you know what? I'd always like to buff up my arms and legs without spending arms and legs. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about that as well. You'll get some great tips. And I mean, I'll get some great tips too, because I got to hit the gym a little more, Rajiv. There's a reason I'm on the radio and not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> not true, though. But we'd also talk about, you know, if you have a parent who's about to move, well, how do you make that move palatable? How do you how do you not really create friction between the family if you're seeing your parents aging and failing and and you you know it's the right thing for them to move, but darn it, how do you get them to move? We'll talk about those stories on today's edition. Indeed, and also, if you have something that you want to ask us, listen, what you have to say is much more important than what we have to say. You know what? I, I hate to quote like a certain old saying in this old song, but uh, thank you for being a friend, you know, uh, from the Golden Girls, in case you're wondering, Rajiv. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know what? We want you as our friend to join the show. Uh, give us a call. The, the toll free is 1-800-465-8770. Again, that's 1-800-465-8770. Uh, we got Paul Holden with his hand on the phone lines ready to take your call. And any question you may have for us, we are here to answer it. But without any further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, you know, you mentioned it. This is the Social Security Show. And uh, boy, I got to tell you what, uh, when I saw the these stories, which, by the way, you can always find on the Aging Options website under the Blogs tab, I was I was a little, uh-oh, here we, are, here we go again with this Social Security, you know, hopscotch game. It seems like it's always, we're always coming around to it. It's 
uh, Rajiv, in this in this first story when we're talking about you know the trust fund going broke this year, uh, are we for real on this? Is is this going to be like something people should be very concerned about? Uh, I don't think, well, you have to be on alert about the whole thing. I don't think you have to be overly concerned about the whole thing. Look, uh, the, the thing to understand here, Tarek, is that, you know, as young as you are, my friend, you have already started to plan your retirement. You may not even realize that, mm-hmm. but the fact that you get a paycheck from anyone, any place, means that you are contributing to Social Security and you're paying some money into Medicare. And what is Social Security and Medicare? They're the building blocks of retirement. That's what you start doing. So at 16, at 18, at 20, whenever you get get your first job, you start doing planning around Social Security. Now, the thing to understand about Social Security is that despite the the, the fact that we are talking about a trust fund where where all the Social Security money is put in there, uh, that money, which is in trillions of dollars at this point in time, by the way, it's not a small amount of money that's sitting up there. Given that we have a lot of boomers who are aging, Every day we have about, you know, every uh, every day we have about 10,000 people who turn 65 in America. Every day, every single day. And many of these people are going to the Social Security uh, account and saying, hey, I want my Social Security. The trust fund is one bucket where the Social Security payment is made. The other bucket is contributions from people like you, Tarek. So when you earn money and you put your money into Social Security, that's not going to an account that has Tariq's name written on it. That Social Security money goes into uh, basically a trust fund. That's the amount of money the government is taking in. And then it is taking that money and paying it out immediately. Turns out that the contributions that employees are making every day amounts to about 78% of the payments that are made out to retirees who are collecting Social Security. The trust fund makes up the difference of 22%. So what this article really is pointing out is that just because the trust fund is going to run out and it is slated, projected to run out in 2034, last year, in 2020, when the trustees report came out, uh, it was a little bit better. It was going to run out of money in 2034. So given the pandemic and less people contributing to Social Security, we thought, boy, this was going to be uh, this would decimate the Social Security Trust Fund. But the good news is it did not. I mean, the people who are contributing into Social Security is still pretty, pretty good. And right now, at this point in time, the contributions that employees are making is less than what the Social Security uh, money that is being given to people is. So so the difference is being now pulled out from Social Security Trust Fund, meaning we are not adding to the trust fund anymore. We are actually withdrawing from the trust fund. And that's the issue, that projections show in 2033 the money will run out. Interesting. That You know what? That is very, it's, it's very interesting the way that uh, like views change on that. And listeners, if you want to get in on this conversation, because I know Social Security, you know, don't, don't lie to us. It, it affects us all, but especially you. Give us a call. At 1-800-465-8770. Again, that number is 1-800-465-8770. And one thing this article also says, Rajiv, is that Social Security trustees uh, seem to blend blend optimism with caution. and I think that's that's very important here is, you know, you don't like you want to be optimistic, obviously, when it comes to Social Security, obviously, with the 2030, uh, 2034 being more optimistic, but also be cautious that that could change at any time. Right. 
Well, it, it, it can. It, it probably will. And then and, and what the author of this article is talking about, it comes from, I think, uh, Detroit News or something like that, or uh, yeah, Detroit Free Press. That's the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And the person who's writing this article is really pointing out two things. That, number one, I don't think that you need to be overly concerned about it, that the money will actually run out, because we have got about a decade uh, to go ahead and solve this problem. And there are many different uh, alternatives to solve the problem. Uh, depending as to which party uh, controls the White House, will probably dictate as to what solution is going to be used to salvage the Social Security Trust Fund from going under. But even if it does go under, your Social Security doesn't end. It, it is going to be a little bit less than what you expected for it to be, about 22% less. And so what smart people would be doing at this point in time is taking into account that, okay, so let's like, take a look at 10 years in the future. I'm still living. I still have, want to live a good quality of life. If I had 22% less coming from Social Security, how am I going to make that up? Where will that money come from? Do I need to maybe add to my savings? Do I need to maybe get a part-time job now while I'm still healthy to be able to do it? I think that's what smart people would be doing rather than worrying about as to which way uh, the wind is going to end up blowing. And we don't know what's going to happen uh, by the time 2033 comes around. If Congress does the fix, we won't have to worry about uh, losing uh, any money. It is retirees who are getting Social Security will not have to worry about uh, seeing a cut. Future retirees may see that they can collect Social Security at 62, which is the age today. Or if they do, maybe there'll be more drastic cuts to what you're able to collect earlier. Uh, Maybe you won't be able to get to full Social Security retirement benefits till age 70. Right now, it's age 67. So those are the types of things that are going to happen. Maybe there'll be some tax increases that'll go into uh, into being, depending as to which party is going to control the White House, like I said. But this is not a time to panic. This is a time to plan. This is the good thing about having warnings like this, is that you can sit down and do something about it. Yeah, you make a great point. And, you know, you say this is the time to plan. And, you know, funny you mention that, because today uh, a little bird told me and a little bird being, well, everywhere told me that you're having a life planning event today at your uh, Federal Way campus, uh, and it's at 1 p.m. And I imagine when it comes to this issue of life planning and planning for your future, uh, financially planning for, for what comes next, uh, this is going to be a topic that comes up, Social Security. Uh, but I, am I right in saying that's happening today, 1 p.m., Federal Way? It is happening. You're, you're absolutely right. It's uh-huh. happening 1 p.m. today in the afternoon in the Federal Way campus. Uh, if you happen to be out and about, great day to take advantage of something like this. Look, we've already lost about a year and a half to the pandemic, right? I mean, not, not a whole lot is happening. And this is what Aging Options does best is to educate people about uh, retirement planning and the failures, why people, why such an astoundingly large number of people are going to grow old, fall ill, end up in institutional care, become a burden on loved ones, or run out of money. None of the outcomes that you want, by the way, right? I mean, uh, even young Tarek up here, <laughs> who can't even imagine <laughs> what being 45 will look like, leave aside 65. But when you take a look at the rest of your life, I mean, clearly what you're going to want to do is to live a nice, happy, comfortable life, be financially secure, be functionally independent so you don't end up uh, becoming a burden to loved ones, end up in a nursing home or die broke. But it happens to 70% of us. Why and what do you need to do different? That's what we talk about in these seminars. You do need to come. If you have not ever come to, if, if you've been planning on coming, you've been hearing about these, oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. 
Well, today is the perfect day, isn't it? I mean, turn around, go to Federal Way at 1 o'clock. It'll be about an hour, hour and 15 minutes at the most, and uh, you'll get world-class education. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listeners, whether you're listening from Olympia, Tacoma, Seattle, uh, surrounding areas, you know, like Linwood or Bellevue, uh, I mean, this is you can't find a better place to go to learn about how to plan your future. L- let me let me tell you what. All you got to do is head to LifePoint Law today in Federal Way at 1 p.m. And the best part is this. You don't have to sign up beforehand. You don't have to do any, you know, weird online forms that take forever that, you know, work half the time because it's the Internet. Let's be fair, Rajiv. Sometimes things get weird. You can just show up and you are there and you are set and you will be just in awe of how much you will learn. And if you're coming from Tacoma, it's like a 10, 15-minute drive tops. It's right off of 320th Street, Seattle. It's probably not more than a 20, 25-minute drive on I-5. And uh, from Olympia, probably half an hour north, maybe a little bit more. It's very close. And let me tell you something. It is worth it. You're going to want to do it. Go to LifePoint Law today uh, in Federal Way for their seminar, 1 p.m., 1 p.m. sharp on this Saturday. Uh, I'll tell you what, Rajiv, um, looks like we're coming up to a break here. But before we do, uh, we have this world-famous segment that has gained notoriety on, uh, on Howard Stern on uh, and every big show possible uh and it's of course what year was it his producers are still trying to figure out how we thought of something so cool but yeah this is just <laughs> the kind of quality you get here what year was it so l- let's play ladies and gentlemen what year was it when dr martin luther king jr received the nobel prize when the average new car new car cost two thousand and two two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars so basically, I could afford a new car now, Rajiv, if that was the cost now. But, uh, you know, times change. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston in a boxing bout. And this was the most popular song of the year. Tell you something. I think you'll understand. Can I say that something? Boy, I'm singing along. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I know. You 1963. Can hear that. Yeah. Right? I know. It's it's uh it's a classic. Is it 1963, 1964, or 1965? What year was it, ladies and gentlemen? We'll give you the answer at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. It's your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800 465 8770 Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Join Rajiv. 
Rajiv Nagayach for the next Life Planning Seminar, live, in person, Saturday, September 11th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the LifePoint Law Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar on September 11th in Federal Way. For more information, make your free reservation. Visit LifePointLaw.com. That is LifePointLaw.com. Or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do. We know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006. 1006-253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. Listen to what another LifePoint Law satisfied client has to say. The way that I actually ended up meeting Rajiv was to attend one of the seminars. My father had started to go into declining health and I had wanted to be proactive. The seminar was probably what convinced us more than anything else. And I think the thing that impressed me the most was when Rajiv talked about his own life experience with his wife, her parents, I could sense this was a very sincere man. Join Rajiv Nagayach for the next Life Planning Seminar, live in person today, Saturday, September 11th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the LifePoint Law Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar today in Federal Way. For more information, make your free reservation at lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And we are back. Aging Options Radio on this Saturday. Thank you so much for joining us right here on AM770 KTTH. If you want to join us, which you absolutely should, give us a call. Our phone lines are open. That number is 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Uh, Regie, we were just talking about Social Security, a topic that... You know, it's it's heavy, so it deserves more than just one segment. But I, what I want to get at here is the cost of living adjustment increase we're seeing. Uh, tell us about tell us about that. See, that's the other aspect of Social Security. This week we have on aging options on the on the website. Go take a look at that. There are two aspects that we are talking about today. One is we're probably going to see the biggest cost of living adjustment increase in your Social Security paycheck in 2022 why because the cost of living has gone up and your social security is actually indexed to is is, is a chained index and one of the biggest aspects that that determines how much of an increase you will get turns out to be cost of gasoline 
as unfair as that may be in most times, this time it actually is going to work out for you. Even though in retirement, look, we're not going to be driving as much as we did when we were working, going to work every day and, and stuff. Maybe we're taking long haul trips. Maybe you have an RV that you're kind of pulling around, but that's not everyone, right? I mean, the, the average person is going to drive less in retirement, but it kind of helps every retiree that the cost of gasoline had spiked in 2021 in different markets, and that has resulted in the Social Security, and we don't know the exact number yet, but it's projected to be about 6.2%, which what that means is to the average Social Security recipient, that increase will be somewhere between 100 to $200 a month. So that's the good news in Social Security, right? I mean, costs are going up, everything is going up. Well, your Social Security income is also going to go up, and isn't that nice? And that's one aspect of it. Now, what both of these things do, Tarek, is to, is to on the one hand, you've got to worry about maybe the trust fund is going to run out of money. But on the other hand, today, next year, I will get a slightly higher amount of income that should help me live a slightly better quality of life or breathe a little bit easier in being able to navigate these cost hikes that we're dealing with. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, so now given, okay, so let, let's, let's take this, um, you know, from a different angle here. Uh, so given that the, the fact that, you know, this money will run dry, um, eventually, you know, obviously we, we don't know when we don't know when, when, like if it's, you know, going to be in a few years, hopefully, you know, over a decade down the line, uh, should, should someone who was in, like in the fear of missing out on this apply right away? Would that be your recommendation? And the short answer is no. I, I, I don't think that that's where you need to go. And by the way, we do know where the projections are. Projections are telling us when the money will run dry. It'll be in 2033. By the time 2033 comes around, they will be, if we keep going the path that we are going, we don't make any alterations or changes the Social Security Trust Fund will not have any money left, which means that the only pool of money that will be supporting Social Security payments are the deductions that are made from employees' paychecks, which amounts to about 78% of the total Social Security payment uh, that you are receiving from Social Security. So it's not that you're going to all of a sudden have zero Social Security. It'll be a lower Social Security amount. And I think to that point, Tariq, I think, yeah, it, it, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? That, look, if, if the Social Security money is going to run out, wouldn't it make sense for me to take the money as long as I possibly can, the higher amounts? And my answer would be, no, it still doesn't make any sense. Why not? Think about how Social Security works. I don't know whether you, you realize this or not. But Social Security has a early retirement age, has a full retirement age, and has a maximum retirement age. These are three numbers you have to take a look at. So when you take a look at the benefits that you're getting, you will get 100% of your projected benefits at your full retirement age. It's referred to as FRA, full retirement age, which for most of us now is age 67 going forward if you were born 1964 or later, right? So it's age 67. But Social Security says you can take early retirement benefits and you can take them as early as age 62. So if you do take your benefits at 62, you're impatient, you can't wait till 67. 
Social Security says, we'll give you the benefits, but we will reduce your benefits by about 6.25% every year that you are a little bit hasty in taking the benefits out. So if you're five years a bit too early, four years early is about 25% reduction. Five years early is about 31% reduction. So if you were going to get a $1,000 paycheck at 67 and you take Social Security at 62, you're going to get a lot less, right? $750, maybe $671 or $750, somewhere there is what you're going to get because you couldn't wait till, say, age 70, which is what majority of the people end up doing. But if you wait till your maximum retirement age, which is age 70, it's still age 70, then for every year that you delay from your full retirement age, you get an 8% increase. So there's a carrot and there's a stick. The carrot is you can get an 8% increase. The stick is that you'll get a six and a quarter percent reduction for every year that you take the money out. And that's how Social Security works. So if the Social Security Trust Fund does indeed uh, go dry, there's no more money left there, and you take your benefits early, you'll be getting a smaller amount of a smaller amount. For example, if your full retirement benefits were $1,000 and you took yours at age 62, and let's just pretend they were about $700, you will get 78% of $700, not 78% of $1,000, which will sting even more in the long run. So does it make sense for you to say, oh, the money is running out, let me go collect it now, the answer is it's not running out to the point where you will get zero. I mean, if the Social Security benefits were going to become zero, then it makes total sense. Hey, it's a run on the bank. Get your money while you can. <laughs> but this is not a run on the bank. You will still get money. And it, it, the, yeah. what, whether you start benefits now or whether you wait till later on, it should be based on your financial calculations about what amount of money will you need to be able to manage your quality of life and where will that money come from? And for that, you need to start with a financial analyst and have them help you develop something called a retirement dashboard so you make the right decision, not an emotional decision based on whatever the political pundits want to go ahead and sell to go ahead and sell you on their point of view. Their point of view is yeah. less important. Your reality is what you want to focus on. Rajiv, you just dropped the mic. You just dropped the mic, Rajiv. You really just did right, <laughs> right there. You really did. But um, hey, listeners, I'll tell you what. That it's a great point. Financial dashboard, the way to go. Um, hey, if you want to get in on conversation, uh, give us a call. Again, that phone number one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Again, one eight hundred four six five eighty seven seventy. That is exactly what Tony has done. Tony is calling from Auburn, and Tony, you are on Aging Options. Welcome. Good morning. Uh, I had a question. I have a uh, Roth 401k at a previous employer. It's about $165,000. Um, I have uh, both Roth, uh, IRA and Roth worth about $1.9 um, outside of that. I'm considering taking the 165000 or so uh, and converting that, rolling it over into uh, self-directed Roth uh, from that Roth 401k at the previous employer, um, because that would allow me to invest in some other stuff that I can't right now, because I'm, 
I'm pretty sure I'm considered a qualified investor uh, because of the amount of money I have in my retirement account. Um, and I was curious about your thoughts on that. And my thoughts are absolutely if you can if you can stomach the payment to the IRS when you convert a large chunk of money to a Roth IRA, then absolutely you should do it. So I was talking to somebody just recently where they have invested in a startup company and that company is about to go public, meaning that the whole idea with the startup is you can you can invest like eighty or ninety thousand dollars. And if the company is successful and it goes to, through the IPO process, that eighty or $90,000 will start looking more like $2 million and $3 million. So that's what the process is. And this person is saying, should I convert my $80,000 into a Roth IRA or that the stock and put it into a self-directed Roth IRA so that when it does go public, I will be able to have all that gain will become tax-free? And I'm saying absolutely, that's, that's a no-brainer. So whether you okay. should be doing that depends what you will do with that money. Look, if you're going to take $200,000 out, just numbers, you probably are going to be the highest tax bracket. You probably will end up losing roughly about 35 to 38% of that money to taxes. So you're not going to be able to get keep the whole $200,000. You'll keep 65% of that. The rest will go to the, the coffers. The question you have to ask is this new investment that you're making – Will that give a return, and how quickly will that give a return? If the return is right around the corner, it is no-brainer. Pay the government 35% or $200,000, and everything else you're going to get, you keep. But if you are not sure that you're going to get a large bounce right away, maybe you should temper down how much you convert. So you can still take the money and, and, and take the money into a self-directed IRA. Are you buying real estate with this, or what are you buying with the – how are you going to be using the money? I, I haven't I – haven't, so I haven't decided where I would direct the money yet, um, but I have been looking at, you know, real estate or um, – actually, one of the things I've been looking at are the uh, storage facilities, you know, sure. partnering in – with others in a storage facility, which seemed to do better than, you know, uh, rental real estate. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, I think you, you have a good sense where you are. And my, my suspicion is if you're looking at storage facilities, you're probably looking at a 10 to 15% return on your money. You're not looking at a 200% return on your money right away. And with that, right. what I would suggest to you is take a look at what tax bracket are you in, how much money can you take out, before you spill into the next tax bracket and at least do that much. And if you can stomach paying a little bit more, then have the people run the numbers and say, if you converted the full 180, this is the amount of money you'll pay the IRS. And then just look at it and say, is this something I'm willing to pay? I have clients who've done, who, who are on both sides of the fence. I have clients who have taken a million dollars, converted it, and paid the IRS $300,000 in taxes and said that's good enough because where they were going to park the money was going to make them a, a robust amount of return. And then I have other people who say, no, 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 I'm going to do $50,000, $60,000 every year, maybe $100,000 a year, but I'll do it systematically for the rest of my life, and eventually I'll get everything into a Roth IRA. Right. Now, now I, have to, I do have one question, and, and maybe yeah. – I wasn't clear earlier, but the the money I'm considering moving right now is already in a Roth 401k. So I, it's already it's already after tax. Oh, money. I see. Okay. Um, oh yeah, then right. it's a no-brainer. Then, yep. 
no okay. brainer you have okay. zero resistance from me you can buy the the investment with a roth ira go for it every day every single day right. you should be doing that yeah no doubt right i was just considering moving it into a self directed as opposed to uh, you know the i love the it. ira i'm currently in yeah exactly okay i Great. love thank it thank you yeah. very much you're welcome thanks so much tony for the call and ajon tarik yeah that's yeah i mean great great i think that's great that tony is able to like you know obviously think you know look at his situation like how can i make this better for my financial dashboard going forward uh again thank you for the to- uh thank you for the call i almost said thank you for the tony uh that's not a tony award thank you for the call tony uh we do appreciate it we see we have Tar- carl from tacoma we'll have you on first thing after the break we have to take a short break here first things first what year was it when Dr. Martin Luther King received the Nobel Peace Prize. An average new car costed just $2,250. That was it. My goodness. Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston in a huge generational boxing match. And this was the most popular song of the year. Rajiv, let me tell you something. That band has a lot of promise. I think they have a chance to go far. They can go places. I think, I mean, yeah, man, yeah. What a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, All I right. think I'll manage that What's band. The, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds very that, – that's a financial dashboard in itself. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what, was the year 1963, 1964, or 1965? Take a guess. You know, get, give it your best shot. We'll give you the answer at the bottom of the hour. We'll be right back on Aging Options, right here on AM 770 KTTH. We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. Listen to what another LifePoint Law satisfied client has to say. The way that I actually ended up meeting Rajiv was to attend one of the seminars. My father had started to go into declining health, and I had wanted to be proactive. The seminar was probably what convinced us more than anything else. And I think the thing that impressed me the most was when Rajiv talked about his own life experience with his wife, her parents, I could sense this was a very sincere man. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next life planning seminar live in person today, Saturday, September 11th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the LifePoint Law Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar today in Federal Way. For more information, make your free reservation at lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws. But it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you, 
I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. This is Rajiv Nagash. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Join Rajiv. Nagayach for the next life planning seminar live in person Saturday, September 11th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the LifePoint Law Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar on September 11th in Federal Way. For more information, make your free reservation. Visit lifepointlaw.com. That is lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Now back to aging options health housing finance legal and family my life my plan my way know your options here is life planning coach rajiv nagayich we are back on aging options on this wonderful saturday thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate that here on the show we're here with you for the next 23 minutes we're going to be exact about this because you know math is very important and you know what else is very important listeners is that you give us a call because we are here for you again only a little over 20 minutes to hear from you and that phone number to call us is 1-800-465-8770 again 1-800-465-8770 you know who took this advice Carl from Tacoma. He is 78, and he has a question for you, Rajiv. Carl, you're on the air. Welcome to Aging Options. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Rajiv, I'll be receiving an inheritance from a relative, and I'm on a public housing program, so I'm afraid that I will lose my housing monies when I receive this. I'm not sure, but I heard that I can maybe put it in a trust, so that would protect me. Is that true, or...? Yeah, how large is the inheritance you're getting, Carl? Just uh, rough numbers. Pos- yeah, not positive yet. Somewhere between fifteen to twenty thousand. Yeah, you can put it into something called a safe harbor trust, or some other attorneys may call go by the name of special needs trust. Either way, I mean, you'll, you'll create a trust and you'll put the money in there. You will let her know your housing people know. That I received this inheritance and I put it in this trust. What they will do is to say for the next two years, they will take, they will assume, they will pretend as if you're still getting 2% return interest from that, uh, from that money, 30000 and they will, they will reduce your benefit by 2% of whatever the total amount of money that you end up getting. So, yes, you oh, can protect oh. your money. If you don't put it into a trust, you know, fifteen twenty thousand dollars. I'll have to go back and look at it. If you want to email me at radio at agingoptions dot com, I can kind of tell you exactly as to what the impact will be of you getting fifteen thousand dollars. I know they have a rule about how much money you can have by way of assets, but that is, and, and I don't remember offhand whether fifteen thousand by itself will be enough to go and disqualify you or not. 
So that's what will dictate whether you should do the trust or not. If it is not going to impact your benefits, then you shouldn't have to worry about the trust. Then you just take the money. But I, I need to look at the number. I, I, it's been a long time since I've looked at that. Email me at radio at agingoptions.com. I'll be happy to give you the answer. Yeah, I, I can't really uh, keep it a secret from them. Huh? Well, as soon as I no. cash it, I'm sure there's some way that somebody would be able to find out as soon as I yeah. cash it. Yeah. And the problem with that is that if you do keep it a secret, let's say, and, and then they later find out what you did, you will have committed fraud. You will have yeah. tried to defraud the U.S. government or the state of Washington, and they will throw you. And I've seen <laughs> over my 22 years, I've seen one person actually go to jail over this. Oh. You do not want to do this. You really honestly do not want to do this. Yeah, yeah. Make sure legal ways you can protect the money. Go down the legal route. Yeah. Okay, yeah, better than just putting it under a mattress or do something right, and yeah. put it in a trust. Okay. Right. Uh, now, right, the right. trust, uh, they do, you get interest out of a trust, do your... Oh, totally. I not? mean, it'll be exactly yeah. the way that you'd be investing the money yourself. I mean, if okay. you, you decide where you want to invest it. You, you know, you certainly don't want to go hog wild with this money. This is fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 will be a reasonable amount of money that you'll end up getting. Uh, but you don't want to take too many chances. So you're not going to go buy, put this money into a startup company or buy some stocks that are wild no. and crazy. You'll, but maybe some bonds or something like that, you may be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, well, the, do they punish you, uh, uh, your housing? Do you know it all? Uh, if you spend it, I mean, if you start to spend it? You've got a limited time to spend it. That's the, the key to these programs, that, you know, if you get an inheritance, you've got a certain amount of time to, to let the authorities know that you've received the inheritance, and you've got to spend it down within a certain amount of time. So if oh. you can find that you want to buy a car, let's say, you know, you're going to buy a $15,000 car, and you'll do that within 30 days, I think you'll be okay. Oh, because I, I, I know oh, that you can, you're allowed to have a car. You want to get dental work done. You want to buy eyeglasses. You want to get a new pair of hearing aids. Those things yeah. are okay because those things do not disqualify you for housing benefits. I see. Okay. Thank you very much, Rajiv. Hey, I so appreciate your call. Age on, buddy. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, Carl. Thank you, sir. Excellent. I mean, it's good, it's good information because you... We, Rajiv, I don't know about you. I don't want to see people thrown in jail. You know, I, I think that's uh, that's not our not the goal we set out to achieve on this program. So again, thank you for the call, Carl. And uh, we have a few minutes here, and uh, we've been getting some really good calls. Actually, two great ones from Tony and Carl in the last uh, couple of minutes. And really, they get they ask these good questions about you know play, like financially, like preparing for the future, or asking advice of you know what what one should do in said certain situation. And if you're out there and for some reason you can't call in right now or something is on your mind but you'd rather you know, do more of a long form to, you know, to, to get through like these ideas to actually go somewhere to get these answers, we have the answer for you because today at 1 p.m., Rajiv, you've got yourself a free live seminar going on on your Federal Way campus. Is that right? Yep, that's right. That's right. We'll we'll have it at one o'clock, and there'll be. If you're out and about, and you want to come in, we'll probably have a few extra chairs. You know, we we'll keep it safe, socially distant. It's a room that can hold about a hundred people. The most that we're probably going to let in will be about thirty, thirty-five at the most. 
So if you're out and about and you want to reclaim uh, your life back again and say, you know, enough is enough. I, I, I need to get a handle on my life. This is what you want to do today. Yes, absolutely what you want to do. And let me tell you something. Um, you know, a lot of, as I mentioned earlier in the show, there's a lot of different seminars you may attend where you have to register for something or you have to call someone. But for this one, you show up. You show up and you're registered. You're there. Uh, it's off of 320th and Federal Way. You get on I-5. If you're in Tacoma, it's a 15-minute drive away. Tops, Seattle, it's about 20, 25, if that. It's right there. And let me tell you something. On a nice day like this, you are going to want to do this. Head out to Federal Way, to the LifePoint Law Campus, and check it out. Go to the seminar. It's a good idea. 1 p.m. today. Uh, there's still some seats remaining. Show up at 1 p.m. and uh, have your, uh, <laughs> I guess, have your, uh, you know, there's this term they have out here in San Francisco. It's feed your mind. Um, not free. No, it's free your mind. But you can feed your mind with this information. <laughs> As a quoting, I thought you were a saying, certain song from I, the 90s. I, I, I thought you were saying freeze your mind. That's a new concept. We don't want that. (laughs) Not not a concept we want to push on you listeners. Do not freeze your mind. Feed your mind because that's what you will do at this seminar. Oh, man, it's going to be good. So be sure to check it out today at 1 p.m. at the Aging Options and LifePoint Law Federal Way Campus. All right. Well, we got to get to a break here. Before we do, again, we are just 15 minutes away from the revealing of what year was it. What year was it? When Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. received the Nobel Peace Prize, when the average new car just cost like a little under $2,500, literally $2,250, that's all it took to buy a new car. Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston in one of the biggest boxing matches in the history of the United States. And this was the most popular song of the year. Love that song. It is timeless. And what year was it when it came out? Was it 1963? Oh, absolutely. 1963, 1964, or 1965? We will give you the answer in just about 13 minutes. There's still time for your call. Again, 1-800-465-8770. You're listening to Aging Auctions right here on AM770. KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more aging options right after this. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. 
The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Join Rajiv. Nagayach for the next life planning seminar live in person Saturday, September 11th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the LifePoint Law Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar on September 11th in Federal Way. For more information, make your free reservation. Visit lifepointlaw.com. That is lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. 253-838-3454. Now back to aging options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement with life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. We are back on Aging Options. Just 10 more minutes to hear from you. That's right. Only 10 more minutes to hear your questions. All right. We're not here forever. So give us a call. 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770 to call us. And we do have a question. um, Actually, a question from the studio. And let's get to uh, Jackson now. Uh, Jackson has a question. uh, And it's actually, Jackson, you're like me. You're on on the younger side. But also, like me, you're thinking a little bit about retirement as well. So, uh, Jackson, welcome. Thank you uh, so much for, for having me on the show and taking the time. Yeah, so I am approaching 30. I have a Roth IRA that I, I do put money into. It's probably hovering around 15000 or so. I do work full-time, but not at a place full-time. I, kinda, I do a lot of contract work uh, as well as part-time at some other places. So, I, I try to save each month, but as I'm getting into the you know closer to thirty now, I'm trying to keep making sure that I am developing a great long term plan. So I just kind of wanted to see what you have for some advice for for me going forward. I, I believe I was just offered to get matching for for my four hundred one k from from one of my places of employment as well. Wow! Uh, by the way, my congratulations for being being young and smart. 
not being young. That's all for my dad right there. He, he, right, he yes, raised so. me up with the, the finances. finances. That's uh, the big thing he wanted me to always save part of your paycheck is what he told me. And I think that is that is smart advice. I think, you know, if, if I could add anything to that one would be if you want to do it the right way, then then obviously I think your dad has got you put you in the right direction. Sage, sage advice, rules of thumbs are. Uh, at least put 10%, pay yourself at least 10%. Others will say pay yourself at least 20% uh, or 15% uh, from every paycheck. So if you're getting a $1,000 a week paycheck, take 15%, $150 and put it into a savings account. Just pretend that your paycheck is really $850. That will serve you well in the long run. But a better way to going about doing that is the question is not just how much money do I do I save. The question is how do I spread that money around, right? I mean, you've got living expenses that you have to worry about. You've got to, the, the point of working hard is living a good quality of life, uh, being mindful of the present, being mindful of the near-term horizon that's coming up, and then uh, being mindful of the long-term goals that you have. And for that, there's a concept I, I think you want to become familiar with. It's called the, 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 the financial dashboard. What is a dashboard? Dashboard basically takes a look at at any age you can do a dashboard and you can you would start with the basic question of this is the amount of income that i'm making uh, am i living the quality of life that i want to be living if the answer is yeah I'm, I'm able to live my quality of life then the dashboard will actually do a spending wheel for you they'll help you create a spending wheel that typically speaking this is the amount of money you should put towards housing this is the amount of money you should put towards health care your automobiles paying consumer debt quality of life's necessities, all that, they kind of give you a framework to do that. Once you have that framework, they will then identify how much money you have that you can end up saving on a monthly basis. If you're living month to month, paycheck to paycheck, then obviously doing a retirement dashboard makes no sense. But you have even a small amount of bandwidth to save money, then you have a lot of questions to answer. Where do I invest the money? Uh, should I, at, 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 if you're, how old are you again? I just turned 27. Okay, so you're turning 27. So clearly at this point in time, you're not, you're not thinking about things like long-term care insurance policies. Washington State has forced you to buy one, but you don't have an option to buy one privately. But you are thinking about how should I allocate this money in, in investments? And do I have a 60-40 portfolio? Do I have an 80-20 portfolio? How do I do that? What is the cost of investment? And where do I go? And, and at this point in time, quite frankly, I would be suggesting you buy a house. Don't rent, at least. And this is just my personal take on the whole thing. Don't rent. Buy a house. House does create value for you in the long run. Uh, and, and then uh, set aside enough money to be able to buy a prepaid car and not have to finance it every four or five years. A good financial dashboard will give you so much intelligence about how to best utilize the options that you have. And at 27 years of age, my friend, you've got the rest of your life. If you do it right, you will have very few pain points. You can, you can retire early, and you can live a good quality of life all along the way. I'm hoping I'm hoping for that. That's what I'd love to do. And I'm, buying yeah, a house is yeah. at the at the top of my list. I just want yep. to, I got to make sure I can <laughs> I can afford it. The, the the housing market in Seattle while cooling <laughs> still a bit much for 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 this 27 year old. Uh, but, well, uh, you know, I mean, I started off. I, I got to tell you, a long time back when I was uh, way 27, I bought my first house when I was I think 23, and I bought my first house in the rural area in Missouri. The the property that I bought, it, it took me a while looking for it, but I finally was able to buy a property where I lived in the main house, and behind the main house there was a garage that had been converted into an apartment, 
and the money I got from the apartment by way of rent was more than my mortgage payment. Mm. I could never imagine being able to do that. But when you start looking at what these opportunities are, you can find a lot of things. You may not buy it in Seattle, but heck, I mean, I'm willing to travel a little bit to go ahead and if I can, if I, if I can buy a house and I, I have some in, income coming in, a starter house to, for, for, for many young kids, in my opinion, should be a fourplex. You live in one, right. one unit and you're renting out three units. Yeah, that would be And you will that find out. That'll be idea. And then you'll find out that, you know, it may not cost a whole lot more than a real fancy single family unit. Mm, very interesting. Look into all of that. Yeah, Great definitely. Degree. Absolutely. Thank Great you so call. much for the for the time. You bet. you bet. Thanks for the call. You bet. Ajon. Yeah. And real quick, before uh, Jackson, before you go, uh, I'm curious because you mentioned you are 27 and me being a little younger than that even. I want you to see if you can guess what year was it, because we're we're going to reveal what year was it real, right here real quick, and we want to do it when you're, you're here, because, you know, we were totally around for the 60s, Jackson, and we want to totally throw this in your face. Uh, so what year was it when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. received the Nobel Prize? The average new car costed $2,250. That was it. In fact, if it would cost it that much now, boy, we'd be in good hands, Jackson. Uh, Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston in box in a huge boxing match, one of the biggest in history. And this was the most popular song of the year. So, was this year 1963, 1964, or 1965? First, Rajiv, go ahead, take your best guess. I, you know, I would be thinking it's probably 1965, somewhere there is, is, is the age. I was about four years of age at that time. Uh, I clearly do not remember this, but I think it would be about 1965. <laughs> Well, no matter how bad you feel about how you might remember things, I'm almost—it's almost a guarantee that a certain Jackson doesn't remember it as well. Uh, what's your guess? I was going to go 65. That's really where I was leaning too. That was—that was, that was <laughs> my guess. So I, I'm going to have to steal the answer. I'm going 65 too. Well, you're both wrong because the year is 1964. <laughs> I hope it. Hope that you enjoy taking a loss here. My gosh. 1964 is your year. Thank you so much for playing out there, whether you're playing from Seattle, Tacoma, or Olympia. Hopefully you won. If you didn't, sorry, maybe next time. But before, uh, and then again, thank you, Jackson, for the guest, and thank you for your question today. Absolutely, no. It was great. Thanks so much for, and Jackson, thank you for the call, and, and, and thank you for playing too. Happy to be here. Thank you. And, uh, well, we only have a couple minutes here, so... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, in just two hours, just two hours, there is a great life planning uh, seminar happening at the Federal Way Campus for Aging Options, uh, and uh, it's it's free. You can just show you can right. Is this true that Rajiv, you can just show up, and you will be you will be set to learn a lot of really important and good information about your financial future. I think uh, absolutely it is. I mean, the, the, thanks for the setup question. But if you're thinking that you want to succeed in retirement, no, you've got a 30% chance of doing that. You've got a 70% chance that you are not going to succeed or live out your retirement the way you're hoping to outside of a nursing home without being a burden to your kids, without running our money. There's a very small, slim chance that you'll be able to do it. Uh, and that's what we talk about in the seminar. If you want a successful retirement, invest an hour of your time. I promise you, you'd be thanking yourself for doing it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It'd be a great idea, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, well, I think that wraps up our show, Rajiv. 
um that was a lot of fun thanks so much for um well thanks so much listeners for being a part of it and we'll be back again next week with more aging options again check out that seminar 1 p.m it's just a couple minutes away whether you're from seattle tacoma olympia uh bellevue i'm just gonna name northwestern cities as we go just keep riding them off you know uh it's close to you be sure to check it out 1 p.m it's free the live seminar you're gonna want to check it out but folks for this show we're coming to an end thank you so much for joining us on this episode of aging options we'll talk to you soon have a good day